This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the Philadelphia Flyers tonight at 7th and F. A couple of ailing Caps look to return to the lineup this evening. And Tom Galitti from NHL.com will join us. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, March 1st. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. It's a must-win game for Washington tonight downtown as the Philadelphia Flyers come to visit at 7 o'clock. In fact, a case could be made that the Capitals need to win the next three games in succession to keep realistic playoff hope alive with a struggling Arizona Coyotes in town Sunday afternoon before a trip to Pittsburgh next week. At practice yesterday, head coach Spencer Carberry seemed to try and light a spark under his team after a sluggish start to the session, stopping at one point and demanding more from his team. He said afterward to assembled media he was, quote, frustrated with some of the things, unquote, that he saw. There'll be an optional skate this morning, then onward to puck drop tonight. Here to chat about the head coach's displeasure at practice yesterday, Henrik's LaPierre, Alexei Protus, and more. From rinkside yesterday, Tom Galitti from NHL.com. Well, Tom, thanks for joining us here. A somewhat spirited practice. Spencer Carberry, stern words for his team at one point during the skate as well. Obviously, a lot riding on what happens in the game with the Flyers and in the need for two points and coming off of a game in Detroit that was less than for what this team needed. Obviously, a lot kind of at stake here as we're just about a week now from the trade deadline. If the Capitals are going to put themselves back in the race, they have to win the game against the Flyers. So that's, I think, the urgency that Spencer Carberry had today. If it didn't seem pretty pleased with the urgency of the players on the ice and kind of maybe he said it was unrelated to that but it seemed like he was really drilling trying to drill that home they need to have some energy here and they need to have some fight that they're gonna that this game is their season right now from from this point on they gotta pretty much win at least for the next week or so win like every game and certainly when you have the schedule that this team does you've got philadelphia yes a playoff team but a team you gotta win arizona not going great pittsburgh gonna be selling it sounds like at the deadline and they're not likely to be in the postseason this next little stretch is the softest they're going to have because after that, the five-game Western trip, you come home for murderer's row, and even though it's five or six at home at the end of March, there are a lot of tough teams coming through. Between now and the trade deadline, especially through that Pittsburgh game, I'm pretty sure they need every point that is available to them if they want to have a, a shot of getting up into the top eight. I agree, and, and that trade deadline is looming next, next Friday, so that's probably in guys' heads too. And you lose one game, and then that could be the thing that Brian McClellan says, okay, well, uh, the decision's been made for me. I've got to sell. So, But you make it hard for him you win tonight you win tomorrow you make it harder for him because he has two games in hands against the flyer and like hey maybe we can catch them got to win the arizona game and then pittsburgh is not going to give up either so uh, yeah i agree with you they have to win these next three games and then the schedule doesn't get easier but you don't know what your team's going to look like after next friday so you really can't look past really the next three at this point one of the things that has been encouraging over the last couple of games since his recall from hershey last friday Henrik lapierre three goals in two games his first career multi-goal game against ottawa followed it up even with not a lot of ice time being able to get that goal in Detroit on what wasn't a great night for the team, but I thought it was a great night for him. And Spencer Carberry talking about the speed that he brings, a little bit of offensive touch, a lot of things to be excited about. This guy looks like he wants to be in the National Hockey League, doesn't want to go back to Hershey. I agree. I like his speed as well. I thought he really has 
added that since he's come back and skated and been been involved and again might get a chance tomorrow looks like to play with Alex Ovechkin and that you know that's a big opportunity for him and and maybe he brings some speed to that line that could help Alex and get him the puck those are the things that you, you're looking for from that line and maybe the, the little time that he, w- he was down in Hershey for a bit and I think maybe that helped him as well just to play consistently play the minutes play the important minutes and and come back here now and he's got obviously got some confidence in his game that's carried over and you can see it on the ice. Alexei Protus was the number one star of the game against Ottawa, goal and two assists and just using size. But we see some hands there too. And since we've had a chance to talk last, like the fact that he's starting to score a little bit more. He went that long drought without it. We've seen a little bit of that. He's distributed the puck fairly well. He could have had five points in that Ottawa game. A glimpse of the future of nothing else. But you'd like to think down the stretch here too that the kids are kind of carrying the day here a little bit. And he's certainly right on that list too. I agree. One of the things that I think has been different for them, aside from the Detroit game, I'll throw that out for a second is that Protus and McMichael have started playing and producing again lately. The team, you know, other guys also have played well. Ovechkin has played well, scored more, but just those guys coming back and being productive again has made a big difference. And when they had success early in the season, those were guys who were, who were driving as well, Anthony Mantha. So that line going back together, they kind of had gotten stale, spent some time apart, come back together. It seems like all three of them, like you said, Protus is producing now. That's a good sign for them because it's hard for a young player going through the full season like they have playing him and McMichael going, playing minutes, playing consistently. Sometimes you hit that dead time and they did, and they, but they've come out the other side. And that's the positive. I think that's the, one of the things for the Capitals to look at it for going forward here is how they continue to do that over, over the last 20, 25 games well there was the dead time and then also the fact that they played till almost july too so the all-star break when you had a chance to actually get away from the rink and mentally reset it seems to have done wonders for both of them that's a very good point the time off i think did, did help both of them you know they had played a lot of hockey and last summer you know i don't know how much time they really had to just you know settle they probably had to jump right back into their training even though they probably took some time off you know it's like they had just some time to let their mind settle and go back and I think that has definitely helped when you look at them both of them look fresher and reflected in their play sounds like Tom Wilson at least a little bit of a question mark away from the team from practice for personal reasons but some encouraging news that Nick Jensen seems good to go Sonny Milano good to go so when you've had five guys five regulars five contributors out of the lineup you're not going to get everybody back tomorrow but it sounds like you may get them so at least a step in the right direction in terms of team health yeah Nick Jensen on the defense adds an experienced guy out there and he unfortunately had smashed into the boards there in the Florida game he, he, I was asked him how he got through the rest of that game he said basically taped it up and went out there and played an adrenaline but he couldn't walk the next day so it's one of those things where he just needed a couple days he he said he felt pretty good today so as long as that carries over to tomorrow no setbacks he'll he'll be back that'll help and Sonny Milano we we saw when he was playing that he was doing a pretty good job playing that line with Pacioretty and Scarbosa I don't know if they'll be together tomorrow it didn't look like they were by practice but just he's just another offensive element that adds them and, and kind of makes some depth throughout their lineup and some balance it really seems and we've talked about this a number of times on the show here this week that the path of least resistance seems to be trying to catch Philadelphia if you're going to get in when you look at what happened in the Detroit game that team looks like they're going to be a playoff team and then Tampa Bay it's possible I mean you could definitely make an argument for maybe getting the eight spot as well but right now it would seem when the Flyers are a team that may sell they've had injuries no Drysdale no Konechny this is a team that's having their own issues as good as they played this year and to be in this position which kudos to John Tortorella and the job that his coaching staff has done because to be able to even be here in the conversation is impressive a year or two 
two maybe early from what they might have been. But having said that, this team still, man for man, pound for pound, looks like you can catch them. And that will obviously have a lot to do with what happens here in this game and then potentially game 82 when they meet later. But this Flyers team struggling a little bit, at least in terms of manpower coming into this game. Yeah, they have some injuries they've been dealing with. They won their last game. They beat Tampa. That was a big game for them. And it goes back and forth with me in my mind, whether it's Philly or Tampa. And I think because they're playing Philly right now, this is the opportunity. And they have another, at least one more game against yeah. them. Game 82. Yeah, so there is going to be opportunities with the games in hand. They have a lot of games in hand on Tampa too. So that, that might be the end of the team they end up chasing. I don't know. But right now, the task at hand is Philly, and they have some guys down. They found a way to win. It's going to be interesting to see what they do at the deadline, though, because you don't know what they're going to look like afterwards. Their management has some decisions to make. They're not They're not going to be a buyer. They're going to be whether they sell. or not. Similar to the Capitals, but maybe a little harder for them to decide because they're obviously in a spot. Yeah, and Danny Briere has even said, what we're not deviating from the plan, and that could involve selling some guys. Right. If they get the right deal, I think they could end up doing that, and then that might help the teams that are chasing them, like the Capitals, and like the Penguins, and like the Devils. So it could be interesting to see what things look like after after the trade done what what that chase looks like a week to go to the trade deadline and about a quarter of the season left tom thanks for this appreciate it thanks again for having me it's a big one for the capitals later on thanks to tom galitti for helping us set the stage for the showdown with the flyers tonight it's the capitals and philadelphia flyers at 7 eastern 645 airtime on 1067 a fan and always right here on caps radio 24 7 heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.